If you're having trouble with your boobs and your belly and your thighs and your arms and ready-made clothing has lost its charms, join the group and listen to the cast about making clothes that fit and last self-sewn. Hello and welcome to the Self-Sewn Wardrobe podcast and live Facebook video broadcast. This originally appeared as a live Facebook video in the Self-Sewn Wardrobe Facebook group. So if you want to be part of our group, go to facebook.com slash groups slash Self-Sewn Wardrobe and you can join. Good morning to Riley and to Karen. Hi, Mom. Hi, Kim. Um, uh, and hello to Betsy. It's fabulous to see you all. Um, it has been kind of a, a crazy uh, 36 hours here. Marissa says, good morning from rainy California. And Sandy says, good morning and gives me a bunch of snowflakes. Hi, Cecilia. It has already, um, it has already started to precipitate uh, out here in Missouri. Good morning to Amanda. And I know uh, sometimes I've complained about the cold or the weather or things like that. And then all of you Canadian people, including Janet, hi Janet, and hello Tracy, uh, are like, oh, how cold is it there? Or I'm, I'm sure your weather's not as bad as ours. And it seems like we're going to get another really stupid kind of weather system come through. It's All it's going to do is like lightly glaze our roadways with like ice. You know, uh, something that you can you can barely, you know, uh, it, it's hard to be safe in. And actually, our uh, Department of Transportation, MoDOT, Missouri uh, Department of Transportation, uh, has advised people to not travel in Missouri <laughs> starting late Thursday night, early Friday morning through Sunday. And so, <clears throat> in case you are a local person, today is a Thursday for me, and we... Uh, are going to close early today. Normally, this is our late, um, our late night. We're open until 7 p.m., but we're going to close at 5:30 tonight, and then we're just going to kind of keep a lookout for whether or not we can um, get in here safely for the next couple of days. I mean, you know, we're a sewing store, not a hospital, right? You know, so yeah. Uh, <laughs> Kim says she just got a snow day in Minnesota, but we haven't gotten like a really beautiful fluffy snow uh, yet here in Missouri. It's just been kind of this insidious ice. Oh, Janet says her husband works at a salt mine She then that he's been very busy. That's pretty crazy. Um, <laughs> and Cecilia says, I want a power generator just so I can sew during the rain and ice. Oh, Kim, I'm sorry. Michigan, you're so right. I'm, of course you're right. <laughs> MI is Michigan. MN is Minnesota. I guess I... Good job, Mel. Okay, so uh, today I want to talk about a couple of things. And first of all, the Sew Here box is available. Many of you have ordered. Uh, what we're doing this time with the Sew Here box is we are limiting the number of boxes to 100 boxes. And um, so just so you know, if you want to get one, you know, think about doing it sometime soon because the boxes are kind of flying off the shelves. In fact, I think we've sold 50 as of today. Uh, the public launch started uh, yesterday, or no, two days ago, excuse me, on the 10th of January. So fabulous, uh, fabulous turnout for the box. So we imagine that we'll sell 100. And uh, so if you want to get one, we're just going to keep selling them until 
we reach 100 and all of the boxes will ship in late February. So that's kind of how we're doing it this time. So we'll see how it goes, okay? One of the items that you're going to be receiving in the box is a smaller spool. How many yards are on this spool? 150 meters, 164 yards. Um, we are going to give you a small spool of this Mettler thread what we really like to use are the big spools that are here, okay? And uh, this is the thread that we recommend. We really love it. It's very strong. It's very high quality. And this is something that we have spent our lives trying to convince people of, that they should use high quality thread. And, you know, if you just started sewing and, you know, you have a really basic machine, some people might think, oh, I'll just, you know, use whatever thread. What really gets me is when someone spends like thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars on a machine, but then they want to buy, you know, really cheap, crappy thread. And then we talked about, uh, also, when we mentioned the Mettler at another time, people said, you know, all that thread, the, the kind of cheap and crappy thread, it's really not that cheap. It's kind of expensive. Kim asks, is that all-purpose all thread? So, what this thread is, it is 100% polyester. We really like a single fiber thread. We don't personally enjoy the blends of like cotton wrapped poly, etc., etc. Okay, so we really like to use polyester thread. What we like for, I didn't say that, Jennifer. <laughs> <laughs> we what we uh, what we really like this thread for is construction. So when someone comes into our store and they say, "I need thread," we will ask. I will ask. The staff will ask, "Are you doing decorative stitching or construction stitching?" Okay, and they'll say, "Like, what are you talking about? You know, I just just need thread." And you're like, "Well, we're gonna make you think a little harder about this." So this is the thread that we use to construct clothing to construct bags. That's right, Jennifer. I'm not recommending another brand. I'm recommending Mettler Metrazine Thread. <laughs> uh, so we, um, we use this thread to construct clothing, bags. You can piece together quilts with it. I even have customers who quilt their quilts with it. Now, that's where we get into a little bit of where personal preference, I think, can come into play because Doing something like quilting a quilt can I it it kind of falls it really straddles the line between decorative and construction because those quilting stitches they will get stress if the quilt is used hard like um it's a baby blanket that someone's dragging around everywhere you know but it's not the same kind of stress that say like the crotch seam on a pair of pants gets okay. Uh, Tamara just says, maybe mine is too cheap and that's why my thread breaks and I get so mad when, and I want to throw a project away. Uh, you know, there can be lots of reasons for thread breakage, but one of the big ones can be the quality of your thread. You, but other things can happen. You can have a burr, uh, somewhere in your machine. If your machine hasn't been serviced, if it's brand new, that shouldn't happen, okay? Uh, other reasons for breaking thread can be uh, the wrong type of needle. You need to use the correct size of needle. Uh, Cecilia says, oh, thread snob, me too. I'm a total yarn snob. Exactly. We're, you can call us snobs all you like, and you will be 100% correct, okay? We're absolutely thread snobs. We really like this stuff. Uh, and 
it is a nice high quality thread. Lowland, long staple, okay? Uh, and Karen says, crappy thread is bad for your machine. That's totally true. So mom um, is... Uh, talking, uh, it talks about in the podcast a binding agent, okay, you know, in the thread. If the staple of the thread, the length of the fiber is shorter, you have to use like more glue when you're, you know, winding it together, or they like to call it binding agent. So this is a longer staple fiber, okay. Um, so we that's why we really like it. Jennifer says, I've never used anything other than Coates and Clark or Guterman. And to be honest, I've never noticed an issue. Maybe if you, I used expensive stuff, I'd notice the difference. So um, if you aren't experiencing an issue, definitely I'm not saying like throw out all your thread that's working fine for you. But what we do experience in here is we have people come in and it might not just be the brand that's an issue. It can be the age, okay? Uh, it can be whether or not the thread is uh, has been cared for properly, like if you got it handed down, you know, to you or something like that. But we have had happen <laughs> in here before that sometimes people will come in and they'll say, my stitch doesn't look right. And they're using some kind of, not only less expensive thread, but it's a poor quality thread, okay? And they're using it, and we put our thread in, and it fixes the problem. So I'm not so much of a snob that I would say, you need to throw out every spool of thread you've ever purchased. But I do want to tell you that you need to consider the quality of the thread when you're doing it. And this isn't just like oh, we're looking to sell some, you know, type of thread. It's literally, like, the only construction thread that we use. Um, and I don't know what the price comparison is between every single type of thread. Um, the big spools here are about $9.99, and they are 1,000 meters. So this is a ton of thread, okay? G you know, give it a shot. And that is what the box is about. That's why you get to get a sample spool. You'll be able to wind a little bobbin on this, be able to, you know, give it a try, see how you like it. Betsy says, do you use this for surging as well? Um, we do not use this for surging. Uh, serger thread is a different weight of thread. It is a lighter weight because you're normally using three to four spools of thread versus using only two. We like the Madeira Aerolock for surging a lot. And, you know, when I say we like it and da-da-da-da-da, we have talked about this on the podcast about how we've used this thread for lots of different things and it's always stood the test of time uh, for us. So when I was in high school, I was in Fiddler on the Roof and I was Frumacera and Frumacera is the ghost that's screams and sings about her pearls and uh you may be surprised to learn that I can belt quite well okay <laughs> so uh, I I got the got the role and I what the director bought to make me fly was a window washer's harness and it was a small man's window washer harness and it was still too large for me being a 16 year old girl you know so I get in this window washer's harness and it's too big and we altered it and we used Mettler to do so. So we um, uh, definitely, you know, appreciate this thread because I'm still alive, okay? And <laughs> I, uh, you know, it, it stood the test of time. Whereas 
I've seen some other, you know, kind of like bad thread advice out there. We had a guest artist come to our store one time, and I will not name this person because they're still out there. She recommended only using cotton thread for garment sewing, like nothing else. And Zidi and I kind of looked at each other, and I was I was pretty young when this happened. I think I was in college. Um, so this is years and years ago. And we looked at each other like, okay, and uh, we're like, all right, well, let's let's give it a try. I mean, we've always been told that poly is stronger than cotton. Cotton has its place, you know. There's nothing like it's not all evil or anything like that. But uh, we'll give it a try. And I made this shirt out of this uh, with this cotton thread. <laughs> And the shirt was this large kind of shapeless shirt, you know. It wasn't super tight. It was, it was not tight at all. And I wore it, and I, I slept in it because it was just this shapeless garment. And I was like, this is now pajamas, right? And I remember getting up one morning and my hand, like, catching on the shirt as I as I pushed myself out of bed and just pop, 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 pop. Like, the thread just kept popping at various times of me just, like, walking around the house in the shirt, okay? Uh, so I was like, geez louise, you know, this is, uh, this is nuts. Like, this thread is just popping like nobody's business. I re-sewed up the shirt with my Mettler, and I, like, tried to stretch it and stuff like that. No popping. Um, it is just Cotton is a natural fiber, and it's just not as strong, okay, with as polyester. That's just, you know, the truth. Now, I like to use cotton thread. We use pearl cotton for decorative uses in our serger. I like to use cotton thread maybe for, like, pretty top stitching. Once again, that's not going to have stress on it. So you always want to think about the seam and the stress it's going to receive. And if it's something that's going to receive a lot of stress – our recommendation would be the Mettler. Once again, if something's working fine for you, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to, like, tell you to throw it all out. Uh, I, I can't – I think it was Tracy who just commented that she uses her old, like, bad thread or, you know, thread she has deemed, you know, not up to snuff for hand basting. That is a really good idea. And um, I, I would – that's that's like one of the only applications I would use it for because I've had people say things like – Oh, I'm going to use this old cheap thread or something like that for a Halloween costume. Something that doesn't need to last. And I'm like, well, it's going to last a little bit. And also, I don't like to run really cheap thread through my machine. Uh, and, you know, a lot a lot of people are saying that they've used Coates and Clark and, and Guterman. And once again... There's lots of different types and ages of that thread out there. Those are really old brands, right? You know, I mean, Mettler is an old brand too, but it's originally a European brand. So I don't think it's as popular uh, here in the U.S. Um, but I, I uh, would just implore you to use your better judgment. And when you do go to buy thread, don't skimp, okay? Our Guterman story. We have a Guterman story, Okay. We always said, hey, we use Metrazine, right? And this is this this story is from before I even worked at the shop. So this is 15, 20 years ago. So we'd always say, hey, you know, we use Metrazine. This is what we recommend. If you're ever at a place where you can't buy the Metrazine, uh, you can get Guterman, okay? So we'd always say it's kind of a nice alternative. And then we have this, like, this very, very strange thing happened where this woman would come in. She would uh, sew on we, – we would repair her machine, and then she'd take it home, and it would uh, 
it would it would break threads on her and cause her all this trouble, you know. Da 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 da. So we finally, after so many times of us coming in, sewing with the person, da 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 da, um, we realized that when she goes home, she's using this spool of Guterman thread or this this Guterman thread that she purchased at a specific time, and that it was causing the problem. And she went home and used a new spool of thread that it, uh, it it solved the problem. And so mom asked her, she's like, well, where'd you get this thread? She's like, I got it on sale, you know, at this, at this fabric store. I got it on sale. They're having a big sale on this thread, and I bought a bunch of it. Okay. And what was funny was we had another customer come in who had the same problem, right, mom? Mom says the story's only 10 years old. Really? Um, <laughs> that, that makes me feel younger. That's good. Okay. So um, you can get bad batches of thread. And that happened to us once. You know, it seemed to be that uh, people experienced that with the Guterman. Once again, if you're having success with your thread, if you're A-OK, don't worry about it. Someone asked if you can buy this on our website. Right now, I have the this Neutrals thread pack on the website. And I'm working on getting all of the large spools on our website. Mettler sells three sizes of spools of thread, okay? This itty-bitty little size, okay? And then there's a medium size, which I didn't bring over here. And then this large size. Uh, Janelle says, damn, I just bought some on sale. Don't worry about it, Janelle. I mean, use it. See what see what happens. I just, just you know, be careful, okay? Um... And uh, so I think, though, for the sake of my sanity and simplifications, I'm really contemplating just carrying the large spools in more colors on our website because it just seems to be what people buy most often. And, you know, it's construction thread. It's not decorative thread. So... You don't have to have, like, 300 colors of it. You know, maybe 15 or 20 would be fine, you know, over the long run. Um, Mary says she's heard of red thread bleeding. So this is something that mom always said about red and black thread. And then further substantiated by another sewing expert, Mary Malari, who's a good friend of Nancy Zeman's. Uh, we had her at our store. And... um Red thread and black thread are the most over-dyed threads. It's the hardest color to get. You have to over-dye the thread. You may even notice, even on high-quality spools, that um, you will see the red thread and the black thread are slightly fuzzier or something like that. Don't notice it so much on the Mettler, uh, but you may have more thread breakage on a red or a black spool of any brand, than you would on other colors. Um, we're going to have more colors, Jen, uh, Jennifer. So we we are going to carry lots of colors of this. And then Kim says, "Can you just can you put the large size right on your machine?" So I would say that most of the time, yes. Like this will fit on your horizontal spool pin. But I had somebody bring in just the <laughs> the weirdest machine yesterday. <laughs> It was a very, very basic machine, and its spool pin just, like, leaned out the back of it, and it was weird. Anyway, it was just so strange. Uh, so 
most of the time, yes, you're going to be able to fit this on a spool pin of a standard machine, but I guess it's possible uh, that there are some machines out there. Um, Janelle says, I've had some vintage thread that held up more than my new spools. Um, so that's that's possible as long as it's been cared for well, but just be careful that you don't um, – and also – Okay, the, the fiber content, if it's vintage thread that is a polyester, you know, and they've been making polyester thread for a while now, it might hold up better uh, than, like, vintage cotton thread. Or, but I have I had a lady come in with her serger, and it was uh, an Imagine, a Baby Lock Imagine, so pretty nice serger. It was pretty old. I think she'd bought it maybe, like, 15 years ago, and she hadn't used it in a while, and she was just feeling, like, pretty intimidated by the whole thing. And I was like, okay, well, we, we'll we do it. We'll, we'll do a lesson, you know, together. She brings it in, and I notice she's put the machine down, and there are all these little bits of plastic on our table. And I was like, oh, no. Like, did I break her machine? Like, oh, you know. <laughs> so I'm looking, and the machine is fine. And I look at her searcher thread spools, and I think here brand maybe isn't important, but – the spool, the, the actual plastic spool is disintegrating. Like, it's just coming apart from being moved. Uh, and when I, like, touched it, like, the plastic just, like, turned to dust in my hand. And I was like, okay, well, we really need to, you know, we'll use our thread for this lesson, but you should really get some new thread. So when we sort of uh, evangelize about thread here. I think sometimes we're speaking to some pretty extreme cases, okay? Uh, that might be true. So if everything's working fine for you, hey, keep going with it. You know, you do what's working for you, right? But if you go to sew with some thread that is of completely unknown origin or the spool is like, you know, disintegrating, etc., you might want to consider getting some new thread. You might want to think, okay, I'm going to invest $10 in a 1,000 meters of thread, which is going to last you a very, very, very long time, okay? It even lasts, like, us a long time. Like, ZD, me, the shop. Like, we'll have these around for a long time. So I just don't want people to... Be resistant to the fact that they might need new thread. And one of the podcast episodes that was kind of on the docket to record is the fetishization of vintage sewing machines and vintage sewing notions. So we're going to discuss that, okay? Um, so it uh, there's there's a camp out there that believes that if it's old, it's just automatically better. We'll explore this more in Sewing Out Loud because I want mom's input on this. Uh, and it's just, it's definitely not always true. Sometimes it it is good. Like, we sew on very old machines in our homes, you know. Uh, you know, Julian and Janelle have both talked about their vintage singers that they love. Awesome. But blindly assigning value just based on the year in which something was manufactured is not always safe. There are other variables that come into play, okay? So you are going to get to try out some Mettler spools in the Sew Here box, and we are going to work on putting the big spools of Mettler in the online store. Something that is in the online store now is the Maxi Lock 
uh, th stretch thread. So if you want to see that, you can. <laughs> Someone says, are we going to talk about sewing fetishes soon? Yeah, all right. <laughs> Betsy says, the vintage stuff makes for great tattoos. Ask me how I know. Absolutely. I love your tattoo, Betsy. And someone came in the store yesterday with an awesome sewing uh, tattoo on their arm. So uh, I feel like there was something else I was going to talk about real quick, but now I can't remember. Oh, I know what. I sent out a newsletter yesterday. I have revamped our newsletter. I've been working very hard, and I uh, have redone our format. I'm looking to include some more uh, kind of interesting tidbits in our newsletters, some more thoughtful things, rather than it just being like a hey, this thing's for sale, this is what's going on at the shop, et cetera, et cetera. So um, I'll place a link for you to sign up for the newsletter in the comments on this video. And I hope to have the landing page of sewhere.com slash love note up in, uh, on the site soon. So don't go there yet because it's not ready yet. Uh, maybe by the time the podcast comes out, it will be. Um, but if you liked the love notes that you received in the Sew Here box, uh, or if you like them when you order anything else from us, if you want to get a little more, uh, even more personal insight into what's going on at ZD Sewing Studio, you should sign up for our newsletter. Or if you didn't um, receive it, uh, check in your promotions folder if you have a Gmail account. And it was sent out yesterday, all oh, around four or five, I can't remember. Tried to send it out a lot earlier and then things got in the way. So anyway, thank you all so much for listening. I hope you get something sewn today and uh, more Sew Here Box previews will be coming in the live videos next week. Karen is so anxious about seeing those scissors and I'm going to be showing them next week. Uh, about Stitcher Social, Kim has just asked about it. I'll include a link to details on that in the comments on this video too. Okay, I'm going to get off of here, get on my computer, and get some things listed. All right, have a fabulous day, everyone. If you're having trouble with your boobs and your belly and your thighs and your arms and ready-made clothing has lost its charms, join the group and listen to the cast about making clothes that fit and last. So.